So hi guys, here we are again talking about coaching and I'm here as always with Sivash and Yannick. Um, Hello. And today's question is, what as a coach do I need to include in my coaching starter pack? Mm-hmm. Yeah, a question uh, that's often asked, right? Uh, especially by coaches who come straight out of their training and they're like, well, how do I start this coaching thing now? Uh, I certainly experienced that when I came out of my training thinking, well, I'm a half-decent coach now. I think I got some skills. I've experienced I can offer some value to uh, clients. But uh, how do I go about uh, establishing a practice now? Uh, what's the infrastructure that I need to have set up? And Sivash, I'm sure you you get this a lot as well, given that uh, you know you work with a lot of coaches who are just uh, starting out. Yeah, yeah, I think it's uh, it's an interesting question, right? Um, and for for me personally, for me personally, when I, when I think about this, I think the 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 main thing that you need, right? I mean, we can go a little deeper on this, right? But it is you, right? Is you. <laughs> A quiet room and just present. You know, you need you need to be quiet. You need to be in the present moment. Uh, and there's of course lots of little things from, you know, some people use notepads, some t- some people use books, right? Um, but yeah, I think that you know, I think if if you can bring yourself fully present into the moment and, and just be there for someone, that in itself is a great start. Yeah, I think uh, Carolyn Frey Jones was was saying that she did one of the she did the business model uh, on the on the ACIC, and she said she had such a powerful line. She's like, uh, all you need to run a coaching business or to start a coaching business is a phone, your laptop, and yourself. You now that's it, because it really is about, as you say, it's about conversations. It's about tuning in with people. It's about uh, if you go the, with a kind of Chandlerian model uh, and she's she's from the Steve Chandler Prosperity School. I know you went through that school, Sievers, as well. Uh, Rich Lidrin went through that school. So there, there's, a, there's, there's this whole philosophy about, well, if you want to create a coaching business, you do it through having as many conversations as you can and you serve people. You know, so uh, you don't need a fancy advertising system or all of this infrastructure in place, really. What you need to do is have conversations and wanting to help people and helping people in the process. And those conversations could start anywhere. They could start in, you know, any kind of community that you're in, whether that's social media. You know, there's a lot of communities, uh, you know, we can have a word about, you know, how that works, but it could be a local book club or it could be a local community. It could be moms or your tennis club or, you know, uh, down in the pub. Um, if you don't have community, maybe your first task to put in place is to create community, um, to create the opportunity for conversations. And then when you have those conversations and you're really passionate about serving people and helping people, helping them think, helping them develop, helping them grow, helping them figure stuff out, then that will automatically lead to interest in, you know, these kind of conversations. And then what you need in place, I think, as a starter kit is a particular skill that you can learn, which is uh, to be in those conversations and then invite people into not maybe a different kind of conversations, but not too different, right? You want to invite them from a normal conversation, which kind of has coaching elements because that's just how we are, into a coaching space, into a more of a consultation kind of conversation, into a more intentional coaching conversation. 
that I think is recognized as, you know, this is what coaching could feel like and be like, and then uh, learning to make a proposal at the end of that kind of conversation, um, you know, or serve them so powerfully that it will ask you. So in that sense, when you go the conversation creating clients route, you really don't need much else than, you know, a communication device. Uh, in times of COVID, you know, maybe a half decent camera, but like every phone now has a half decent camera. So really, you don't need anything than a communication device and yourself and the willingness and the courage, perhaps, to have those conversations and particularly the courage to invite the people you converse with into a coaching space and then making them a proposal about what, uh, how does coaching work? So I guess you would also need to have an idea of what you might want to charge, of what you can say without uh, without gagging, as Caroline calls it, uh, you know, what you can say confidently. And we have episodes about how much to charge. But that's something uh, that comes to my mind as well to have in place. But really, yeah, there's, there isn't a lot, whole lot. That's really but interesting, guys. Just out of curiosity, I've, I've interpreted this question completely differently um, than what I'm hearing you guys talk about. So that's that's interesting. Um, I've, I've really kind of, yeah, I've taken on board what you guys have said there. However, the way I interpreted the question, and I'm curious to hear what you guys think, when it said, you know, when we asked the question about what do I need in my starter pack, I was thinking kind of of like a, a kind of a pack I provide to my clients, like, you know, when I first contract with them, but I don't, yeah. So I, I, I'm curious about where the conversation has gone and have been kind of catching up. Oh, that's so interesting. Yeah, that, that's kind of a different question, right? So um, that's what starter pack, like a coaching starter pack yeah. meant, meant to me. So I'm just kind of coming into the conversation now. Really cool. Well, before we go into that, uh, is there anything else you or Sivash wanted to add to what we just talked about? Because I think it's really fairly simple. You know, you, like maybe a booking system would be nice to have in the kind of infrastructure, but really there isn't like you don't need anything uh, per se. Um, Sivish, before we move into the actual, like the other interpretation of this startup, which I think is really valuable, do you want to add anything? Yeah, yeah, I think, I think, um, I think the what I want to add to the conversation is that there is a misconception that you know, as a coach, if I want to look professional, I need to have a website, I need to have a booking link, I need to have business cards, those things are okay to have, but they're not priority. Right. And, you know, if someone has a lot of money and they want to invest in those things and they want to hire someone, great. Right. But I personally doesn't, I personally don't think it serves a coach to spend, to spend 10, 20 hours creating their own website. In that time, you could actually build a bit of coaching experience. Right. So to look professional, to, you know, to be a professional coach, you actually don't need those things. Mm -hmm. right? I think in my first two years, maybe one or two people asked about a website. Right. And, and, you know, when I just said I don't have one, that's not how I work. The, continu the conversation just continued. Mm -hmm. It's a powerful thing to say, mm -hmm. to say, look, I, I don't I don't do websites. That's not how I work. It's a powerful thing to say. Mm -hmm. And if you do want a website, it's super you can set up a super simple one, you know, just with your with your uh, basic contact details and, you know, maybe an image or a short video inviting people into a conversation. You know, it, it doesn't have to be top notch, but you can remove all of that complexity and just say, I have conversations, you know, if you want to learn more, why don't we have a conversation? Yeah, exactly. Because I, I've been part of a program before. And I know there's, there are a lot of people selling programs to coaches where 
they teach you in, you know the whole program it consists of helping you create your logo your your website your your whole blurb around you know what you do mm-hmm. while those your niche are, <laughs> yeah while the thing while those things are okay right um and then that's the interesting thing because nikki said a starter kit because there are programs there are people selling a coaching business in a box and that's where it talks about it talks about oh we'll help you with getting your website logo all those stuff ready mm. and that's for them the starter kit and some, right. people, some, people feel, some people feel confident some uncomfortable having that going forward but again it's a personal thing i think if you really want that then maybe it's also good to explore like where's that need coming from mm. right but the reality is as a coach to really start coaching to start your journey you don't need that mm-hmm. right in fact you you know like training is i think training should be probably part of your starting kit right before you actually think like hey i can go and start you should probably complete like a real good training mm-hmm. right? maybe this is almost like a given people think like okay well i want to start coaching but i think unfortunately not a lot of people see that as a requirement mm-hmm. well right? There's, there's quite a few people that move quite naturally and organically into a coaching role. So I do want to appreciate, because I, I know we, we yeah. believe in having really good training, but also really good training is like five grand, you know, four grand. Uh, we, the ACSC is a thousand, but still it's like, it's an amount of money. And I do want to appreciate that there are coaches who are really good coaches who've grown into it because they've had conversations their whole life. And you can easily read a couple of books and do the practice and reflect on it and get a supervisor, you know, maybe a supervisor with a bit of more of a mentoring element to their work. Um, and then you become, you can become an excellent coach without having done the formal training for thousands of pounds. So I, I do believe that there's people out there who deliver amazing service with, without having spent big bucks uh, on a formal training. But a formal training will make every coach better. You know, um, so, but I do want to appreciate the range of what coaching can be. Yeah. yeah. I, I think this conversation has been a really, for me personally, a powerful reminder because as someone who has a background in photography and has dealt with websites and designing websites and all of that, I find myself again and again drifting off into that space of like, but the website and the photos and the images and the text, <laughs> and it is such a procrastination thing you know i've read the prosperous coach and and just hearing you guys say it again it's like it needs that constant reminder of it's really so simple coaching is all about having conversations and nowadays if you can't do that in person it just requires a laptop or a mobile device with kind of network for connect for connectivity but it i think you know that really is the core and the focus and yeah that is Mm -hmm. the essential part of the the starter pack in that sense yeah but then let's let's talk a moment for what might need to be in a starter pack that when a new client starts you know so um, what what were, what were you thinking nikki in terms like is this when a new client starts contacting us and they sign up for coaching what you provide them with or where are we going almost basically yeah that's somehow how i interpreted it uh, it's kind of a pack you send to your new clients you know in my head i'm like oh maybe it varies depending on you know if you have different programs themed on different things if it relates to those and um, you know does it include like i don't know some like reading material or like some other content you've written or whatever yeah. it's like that's how i interpreted it 
Right. I'd be super interested in what people out there actually provide, because I'm, I'm sure there's amazing starter packs out there that just really get you focused in on your journey. Uh, the only thing I'm really using is a, is a pre-questionnaire. Um, like I, I'm offering people that book in a consultation, um, a question, some questions and they're really an offering. So I'd say about maybe, maybe half, maybe. Maybe less, maybe 30, 40% of clients uh, fill out the pre-questionnaire. And I'm, I'm, I don't mind. They're offerings, you know. They're more for my client to tune into their journey rather than for me to get information. Um, I know there's coaches out there who use their pre-questionnaire as a kind of a filtering system to check how committed a client is, and that's fair play. Um, I like to meet clients with a blank slate. You know, so when they then sign up to become clients, uh, we already in a, we're already in a relationship. We've already started some work, you know, because the conversations are, the consultations are quite long. So, um, you know, we've already started the journey. And then what I sent out before each session is just very basic. What, what worked? You know, what did you struggle with? And, uh, what, what were challenges? And what would you like to talk about when you come in for the next session? You know, just to kind of uh, offer them uh, tuning in to what's to come. Um, that's really all there is. I, I sent out a contract. Uh, so um, I think we, we're going to do another conversation about what needs to be in the contract. But I started working with a written contract about, what, six years into my coaching practice, five years. Um, I didn't have a written contract beforehand. Um, what I noticed is when I did start using one, it felt like, uh, clients take it the work a bit more seriously because they sign something and because it comes across more professional I'm, I'm careful with that but like it is a professional thing when you when you have a written contract and there's a logo and it like looks nice and uh, the terms are set out um, there's a questionnaire in there uh, for that I just derived from various um, well-being questionnaires and things that I know contribute to health and well-being, psychological well-being and happiness. So I've just uh, created a questionnaire with like, I don't know, 20 questions or so, just to get a general sense. It's like a sophisticated wheel of life, if you want. Uh, so I sent that out as part of my contract, um, just as an offering again, um, about maybe 70% of clients fill that out. And I send it to them afterwards. And some of them chose to, you know, add their own elements to it that they want to keep track of just to monitor progress. So something to monitor progress, I think can be quite helpful, but I think it needs to remain an offering rather than something that is required. Nice. I think beyond that, I'll just tune in and see, see what's happening. You know, what, what do they want to get out of it? Yeah, I suppose uh, the reason... I even made that connection of thinking of a starter pack in that way is, as I've been kind of designing my programs, I've kind of had lots of ideas for cool resources and things like, you know, yeah. additional materials. I haven't yet got to the point of deciding whether that would take the format of a yeah. starter pack or just kind of resources that people can go look at yeah. if they want to or not. But yeah, I mean, I think something about a starter pack, the idea of it seems somehow appealing as a way of kind of, you know, oh like you said, connecting people to their journey, to the process and kind of easing them in and kind of welcoming yeah. them in. I just think it's a nice touch that you, you know, you can get. But I think, anyway, that's I think, I think it makes a lot of sense when the coaching package is about a particular topic or a particular yes. goal. You know, yeah, if you exactly. if you found a particular niche and then you're like, actually, read this book and read this article and watch this YouTube video. And then you have a really good foundation for this journey yeah. because I know these kind of journeys and this will really help you. Yeah. That totally makes sense. 
you know, I guess my clients are just quite different to each other and what they want. And I, I think Sivash is, is probably similar. Uh, we work with lots of different clients and you just kind of tune in with what these people want rather than having a set approach. But you might have a coaching starter kit for when you work with coaches, you know, who want to build their businesses. Is there something that you offer them? Yeah, so over over the years, I've worked with a lot of different coaches and, you know, I've seen different approaches. And for what I pay, personally pay attention to, what is really useful and impactful for me. So what I include in my starter kit now is, is a contract. And there's a video, um, not video, an audio by Steve Chandler that talks about expectations and agreements, which really prepares people mentally, right? And prepares their mindset for that agreement conversation. Right. And again, the reason I added that is because it was really useful for me when my coach used that. Mm -hmm. Right. And I is also. Is that publicly available? What do people Google um, to find that? I have, I have permission to share it. So, um, yeah, I, I can check in with, with Steve, but um, it's on his website. You have to pay for it. But as a client, um, I have permission to share it. Um, but yeah, I have also, so I found that really useful for actually setting up the first conversation. So that's my intention is to set up the first conversation. Another thing is I always send a book, right? And if anyone's listening and you're a client and you, you didn't get a book, do f feel free to message me. <laughs> but the thing is, um, and with the book, it's not, you know, it used to be like, okay, I'm going to just send this book to everyone. But now I pay a lot more attention to what are their challenges? What are, what's the goal that they're working on? If someone is, for example, struggling with their sleep, I might choose a book that will contribute to that, right? Mm -hmm. But it's often a book that for me, I have to, have, like for me, the book has to be impactful for me, myself. So I don't want to send a book that I think is good, but I haven't read it myself. That's again, something that I've, that I learned from Steve. And I think it's really great is to just send things that have been really useful for yourself as a coach. And in fact, as a rule, he always encouraged us to read it again or watch the video again. So if you would send a TED talk to someone to just go and watch it again, so you can really be present when the, in the yeah. next conversation. Right? But wouldn't that assume that, you know, what worked for you works for others and what doesn't work for you doesn't work for others? Yeah. Well, it, you know, I think it's, you know, it's not like a magic formula, right? Like if this book has been life-changing for me, it doesn't need to be life-changing for you. Mm -hmm. But I think it's just, you know, if I, if I think like, hey, this, this specific book helped me, you know, in my relationship, and I think it could be really useful for you, you know, I encourage you to start reading it yeah. before my first conversation. What, yeah, I'm just what I found from experience yeah. that those books often really contribute to the coaching. Mm -hmm. And, and the, the great thing for us coaches is that, you know, if you've written a book like yourself, amazing, right? But most coaches don't have a book. And what I've found is that books that create a lot of impact and transformation, you know, the clients attribute that back to the coach, mm -hmm. right? And, and, you know, the more impact we create, and that's really my focus. My intention is how can I create more impact? I don't want to just, you know, send a goodie back and just for the sake of it, like here, here's my, here's a pen with my name on it. And here's, you know, a cup. While those things can be nice. I think it's just, you know, for me personally, it's about where can I contribute more to the relationship that I'm creating with this yeah. person? 
Yeah, it's interesting that you say that. Uh, partly, I just wanted to make the comment that um, sometimes I do recommend books that I know are really good and I heard really good feedback from people that I trust um, and it didn't work for me, but I know it can work for people. I would still recommend that because I appreciate, you know, people are different and sometimes something that doesn't work for me works wonders for somebody else. Um, but that's just what I wanted to say. Uh, the other thing that came up is uh, I think a lot of people get really motivated by a starter pack. And I, I know, uh, you know, the cup and the pen is just something that's not really potentially will make it like, it's not the kind of impact, you know, but it can really help some people. I'm thinking about one of the coaching schools that I've worked with Animus. They used to send out the starter kit for people who start the training mm -hmm. and they get the course books and in a nice box. And, you know, um, it made a real impact on people. They're like, I'm about to start this journey and this is really professional and here's my starter kit. And they're like, oh my God, I'm excited about the journey now even more. Look what's arrived in the post and I'm in this, mm -hmm. you know, and it's not necessary. But I could imagine that to have quite a cool impact on people because now you're in it, you know, same with the book that the book arrives and my, my coach sent me a book, you know, this is like, oh, I want to dive into this. Um, so I, I guess the starter kit could really make a big impact, but I hadn't, I hadn't thought about sending anything out in that way. I think it's really nice. Um, I mean, first to, to come back to the book recommendations, I think what struck me is like, you know, by the time you've made a connection with a coach and you've kind of enrolled in their program I think there's a bit of a sharing of a wavelength so I think you know it seems perfectly sensible to as a coach kind of then want to impart and share the things that you would be it in your own conversations be sharing them with them anyway but give them the book so that they have a more direct kind of you know way of tapping into almost your thinking so I think you know it, addressing the fact of you know can you assume that what worked for you is going to work for other people I don't know, but, you know, chances are if you're already connecting between coach and client, those things might relate. Yeah. And the other thing just about, yeah, the power of the starter pack as someone who was at Animas, I remember actually I've got mine here on the shelf and that was just such a nice thing. And I think um, also in terms of building, you know, I think so much about the coaching client relationship is about that, that sense of care and that kind of that can, again, that sense of connection and connectivity. And I think that's just mm -hmm. a really nice way of welcoming someone into into your world or your relationship of coaching together. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, we ran out of time. We said we wanted to stop here. Um, and I think we should honor that. I think we put a lot on the table right now. Um, so I hope it helped you guys out there, but we'd really like to put another episode into the time that we have available today. Um, Nikki, any, anything you brought this question in, anything uh, else you want to say to, to uh, as concluding remarks? No, I love it. I got lots out of it. I like that we had two different takes on it. And I think, yeah, everything I got out of both of them, really great. So I hope it was useful for everyone else too. Yeah. My, my encouragement as usual is be like scientists, experiment, you know, try different things. Some things might work, some things might not, might not work. The more you try, the more, you know, the more you will experience. Mm -hmm. Thank you, guys. Thank you for being with us today. I appreciate your commitment to learning and growing as a coach. Just a few things before you go. First of all, we're doing this for you, so if there's anything you'd like us to talk about, do send us a question. Secondly, we're not doing this for profit, so we rely on your support to help us reach as many coaches as we can. So if you can send this episode to a friend or tell a fellow coach uh, about what we're doing here, maybe you can subscribe or leave us a review or even support us on Patreon, um, that would be amazing. And lastly, 
You can find us across all major platforms. So uh, whether you like to watch or you like to listen or you like to download episodes and listen to it uh, in your car while you're driving through somewhere with no internet, uh, you can do so too. Um, and that's it from us. Thank you and I hope to see you next time.